Welcome to America's Favorite Wellness Hour, Healthy by Nature, with certified clinical nutritionist, Marty Whittakin. Welcome to Healthy by Nature. I'm so glad you've tuned in today, and I know you will be too. Last week's show, which I hope uh, all of you heard, if you didn't, it's archived on hbnshow.com, and I encourage you to listen. And I, I was perhaps a little starstruck by the medical celebrity that we were having on the show, and I way over-prepared, but I want to squeeze in as much information as possible because it's such a unique opportunity. And as it turns out, uh, my guest, Peter A. McCullough, MD, uh, Master of Public Health, and a bunch of other certifications, was gracious enough to agree to come back today, and he's in the studio so we can clean up a lot of the things that we missed last week. And we won't have time to take on-air calls, but you can still call in and give your question to Ed. He'll put it up on my screen, and if we have time, we'll we'll work it in. Uh, Hopefully I'll ask the questions that you have in mind, but if not, feel free to suggest one. Dr. McCullough is internationally recognized as an internist, cardiologist, and epidemiologist, which we determined last week was uh, studying the trends and what happens in populations and so on. He just in short term is an expert in analyzing medical evidence and studies and has led many studies. He's been published hundreds of times in the medical literature and as a leader in the medical response to the COVID-19 disaster, has published 40 journal articles specifically about that. And he wrote a groundbreaking paper about early treatment. Uh, I have a link to that in the archives. And in fact, I created a a new page to link to from the, the bio in the archives of a lot of the interviews that he has done, including Tucker Carlson, and that one is broken down into segments by topic, which is particularly useful. He's uh, a professor of medicine at Texas A&M University College of Medicine at Baylor University Medical Center in Dallas. Excuse me. (coughs) Got something itchy in my throat. Um, He has testified about the pandemic response before the U.S. Senate and the Texas Senate. Um, He has a weekly podcast, which I didn't mention last week because I didn't know about it, but there's a link to that as well. I can only hit the high spots, but that's why I put a bio link, um, including a new interview on appearance on America First with Sebastian Gorka here on our Salem Network. Um, He's a dedicated human being, and uh, so much what we've heard about this pandemic is wrong. He's here to tell the truth, and we're grateful that he's prepared to say so publicly. Uh, It's important that he's a practicing physician and not an ivory tower theorist. We'll be right back. 
Hi, I'm Marty Whitakin. When I researched my new book on aloe vera, I learned why. When you drink aloe vera, it helps so many complaints. Everything works better if the body has improved nutrient absorption, better antioxidant support, and fewer toxins. Studies show that there's a great deal of difference among aloe brands. The magic of aloe vera is in its solids, and unfortunately, too many companies damage them with improper filtration, heat, and enzymes. Distilled aloe tastes like water because it's lost all of those beneficial solids. I chose Lily of the Desert as a sponsor because they do the very best job and university tests prove it. Lily of the Desert controls every step of the process. They even grow their own plants. Lily of the Desert products contain allosorb. That's added concentrates of the aloe polysaccharides. Lily does gold standard clinical studies on their products, but they aren't greedy. You can pay more, but you'll get less. Look for Lily of the Desert products at all fine health food stores. Visit lilyofthedesert.com. There's an important difference between a low price and a good value. For example, a cheap vitamin supplement becomes expensive if it doesn't work. Nutrition expert Bill Sardi wanted to have a multivitamin that reflected the latest science. That meant better absorbed forms of essential vitamins and crucial minerals like zinc and selenium in the doses that studies showed were beneficial. He could not find that in stores, so had to design one. Molecular Multi. It is so complete that most people can save money by cutting several bottles out of their supplement program. Better yet, receive two bottles free when you buy three. That makes Molecular Multi only about a dollar a day. If your budget needs even more help, host Marty Whittakin says that half a dose of Molecular Multi provides more health benefits than a full dose of virtually any other product. Visit the sponsor page of hbnshow.com or lifespannutrition.com or call 800-247-5731. Subscribe to Marty's free newsletter at the Healthy by Nature Show website, hbnshow.com, hbnshow.com. guest is Peter A. McCullough, M.D., uh, Master of Public Health. Uh, we'd be here all day if I really covered his credentials, but I think you'll, you'll find that he knows whereof he speaks. Welcome back to Healthy by Nature. Thanks for having me. Quite an honor to have you here. Um, last week, we were too busy trying to keep dads alive, and I forgot to wish you a happy Father's Day along with our listeners. Uh, I know you have a son in medical school and a daughter who's an attorney, and uh, I hope you had a nice Father's Day. Thank you. I did. Okay. Well, last week, and I I did something of a review in the blog in a newsletter this past week, we talked about while the gold standard is to prevent disease, and if you don't do that, to treat it as early as possible, and then only failing that, call out the heroics. But that's not what happened with COVID-19. There was no other than the public health measures, which now, based on the research, are starting to look dubious. There was no effort to make sure people had enough vitamin D and zinc on board to help protect themselves. And they didn't even do the things that you knew from your practice and your research would help people avoid getting so sick they had to go to the hospital and get on a ventilator. And, in fact, 
the bizarre response to sick people was, go home and wait until you're worse. Uh, somebody I know went to the hospital because he was having a little trouble breathing. They checked his oxygen, and he was at 87, which for me, anything below 90, I would start to be concerned. They said, go home and come back when it's much worse. And so when he went back the next time, he was at 77 and fortunately got treatment of some type and didn't have to get on a ventilator. But she said, it's not only that they, it's not like they didn't know about it. They resisted everything they could have known about it and suppressed people even talking about early treatment. And you um, just really laid it out what could have been done and would probably have saved many tens of thousands, even hundreds of thousands of lives. So... That's why you need to listen to last week's show because we go over all of that and what can be done. And I have links to your study that laid out the details of that. They, they being the authorities and the thought leaders that have the, the bully pulpit to tell us what to do, have weaponized fear. And we thought things were getting a little better. And so now... You turn on the news, and it's Delta variant this and Delta variant that. Let's start there. How much concern should we have about the Delta variant? Well, this week I was on Laura Ingram, Ingram Angle, um, on one day, and then the part of the clip was replayed the second day. Really important on the Delta variant. Um, As the virus over time in a pandemic mutates, it progressively gets weaker because uh, the virus has to survive, uh, and if it if it kills more victims, then it has no more victims to infect. So it gets progressively weaker, and then it gets to what's called an evolutionary bottleneck, where the virus really has nowhere to go. And this actually happened in India. And when that happens, there can be actually a sudden, more significant set of mutations in order to let the virus survive and become even more infectious but far less deadly, and that's called Mueller's ratchet. And so Laura Ingram, I prepped her on this, and she hit it. She said, that's called Mueller's ratchet, and I said, that's exactly right. So the um, alpha variant is the original United Kingdom variant. The beta variant is the South African variant. The gamma variant is now the Brazilian variant. Now delta is the Indian variant. The alpha, beta, and gamma, they were single mutations in the spike protein. Delta is triple mutation in the spike protein and then one uh, conformational change to have that happens after production. About two-thirds or so of the different strains, the change is in the spike protein, and then the other third, it's in uh, other um, enzymes, envelope enzymes, or the nucleocapsid. So it's just the spike or the spicule on the surface of the virus. What the listeners need to understand is that delta is uh, like the common cold and has the lowest overall risk of hospitalization and death. And then there are now two sources of data, one from Edinburgh, United Kingdom, and then one from Israel showing that the vaccines are completely useless against Delta. That is, half the people who have Delta have been fully vaccinated, half the people have not been vaccinated, and it's no different. Well, it it does cause one to wonder if the spike protein has changed so much, why would the a vaccine that was designed specifically to 
create an immune response to that spike protein that it would be less effective. I mean, it seems like common sense. Yeah, the original spike protein that's coded for in Pfizer, Moderna, J&J, and AstraZeneca is the original Wuhan spike protein with a few modifications, actually, you know, a, a genetic, intentional genetic modifications. But the delta is probably sufficiently different than the original spike protein that Pfizer, Moderna, J&J, now the antibodies are just missing the, the target and don't completely help against the Delta. It kind of doesn't matter because it's like a case of the sniffles. And uh, But I think what's going to happen is people are going to realize these vaccine passports and mandates as if trying to keep the population pure among those who are vaccinated is completely useless because those who are getting vaccinated get Delta very easily. It's very mild, and they'll get through it and get natural immunity. The only people who can't get Delta are those who are naturally immune because they had the real COVID infection. So the real... Uh, long-term immunity that we get from naturally having the disease is more powerful against variants than the laboratory-created one. Yeah, absolutely. The natural immunity really blows away what the vaccine can do. Uh, Last week, one thing we wanted to get to and we didn't was, uh, as part of your protocol, we talked about the ridiculous thing that happened with hydroxychloroquine getting so politicized that its benefits were poo-pooed and ivermectin and some other medications, but we didn't get to the nutraceutical component. What what um, nutraceuticals being nutrients and natural substances, what role did those play in your protocol for getting people well enough to avoid hospitalization and being on ventilators? Well, nutraceuticals were actually the first line of defense. And what was learned in COVID-19, unlike a lot of illnesses, is that micronutrients in the body and vitamins really matter. And somehow the virus preys upon people who are deficient in various micronutrients and vitamins. So we learned, for instance, that zinc, so many people are zinc deficient, that actually taking a little zinc every day, 50 milligrams of elemental zinc, uh, was helpful. Second thing is vitamin D. Patients who were vitamin D deficient um, had much worse outcomes with COVID-19. There's actually studies showing when you replace vitamin D, they have a less severe illness. So vitamin D, 5,000 international units. Vitamin C, 3,000 milligrams uh, was beneficial. And then lastly, a polyphenol supplement called quercetin or quercetin, 500 milligrams once a day for prevention, and then 500 milligrams twice a day in active treatment was reasonable. Others added N-acetylcysteine, lysine, uh, and other uh, micronutrients. But the point is, at least for our seminal papers in the American Journal of Medicine and reviews in cardiovascular medicine, we settled on a nutraceutical up, up front. So that applies to all age groups. Let's say somebody age 50, no medical problems, they should at least take the nutraceutical bundle, and they'll have a less severe time through that. Senator Ron Johnson has said multiple times he developed COVID-19. He only took the nutraceutical bundle, and he had he never took, actually, any of the heavy medications. Uh, Sebastian Gorka, uh, who I've been on his show several times, uh, he got COVID-19 in December. He was actually taking hydroxychloroquine once a week for prevention. So he ended up having a very mild case of COVID, but he took hydroxychloroquine every day with additional drugs, and he breezed through COVID-19. Dan Ball from Real America also had COVID-19, him and his (laughs) wife and and his family. They took hydroxychloroquine. So now everyone's coming out of the closet saying, in fact, they took hydroxychloroquine and they got better. 
Well, and if you looked at the 200 studies, the vast majority of which were positive, you have good justification for doing that. Uh, We added to that list, which we've been talking about for well over a year, we added selenium because of its ability to keep zinc from being bound up. Uh, But then the quercetin acts as uh, uh, ushering the zinc into the cell which is one of the roles of hydroxychloroquine. So I think one reason the nutraceutical bundle worked so well for some of the people you've talked to is because it does some of the same processes that the medications did. And not a word, um, I won't say not a word, I heard uh, Dr. Fauci on one interview say that he takes 6,000 units of vitamin D a day, which is not the government recommendation by any stretch. Our bodies depend on a potent powerhouse of beneficial bacteria that support and improve every aspect of our health. Dr. O'Hara's formula encourages probiotics to function at their peak performance. Encapsulated in a vegetarian soft gel, Dr. O'Hara's probiotics is a live paste of 12 strains of probiotic bacteria and nourishing prebiotics from whole fruits and vegetables. Transformative postbiotic compounds created during Dr. O'Hara's probiotics exclusive three-year fermentation process are present in every capsule. These restorative postbiotics nurture diverse gut bacteria, leading to better digestion, improved immunity, and exceptional health. Join the millions of people worldwide who know the power of Dr. O'Hara's probiotics. Discover the Dr. O'Hara difference for yourself. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics are available at natural health retailers nationwide and online. Go to www.essentialformulas.com for a retailer near you. That's essentialformulas.com. It takes several factors to create cancer. That's why it just makes sense to treat the disease with a variety of therapies. Whatever you decide about mainstream medicine's typical surgery, chemo, and radiation, you should know that the Kasanas Institute has many powerful tools in their toolbox. For example, natural ways to support your immune system, specialized detoxification programs, and a personalized nutritional plan. If chemotherapy is right for your case, the Kasanas Institute also offers a gentler approach. Low-dose chemotherapy delivered in a smart way that targets the cancer cells more than your healthy cells. Their approach is individualized to you and your type of cancer to provide effectiveness and reduced side effects. At the Kasanas Institute, an experienced care manager will guide you and coordinate options. Don't you deserve a doctor that uses the best of modern science and ancient wisdom? Link from hbnshow.com or call 817-481-6342. People who regularly drink coffee or tea, consume sugary foods, and in particular drink wine, beer, or spirits, and people who take antacid or diuretic water pills deplete their body of vitamin B1, also known as thiamine. Symptoms of vitamin B1 deficiency can include headaches, chronic cough, racing heart, constipation or diarrhea, non-infectious fever, crippling weakness and pain, difficulty walking or talking, loss of smell and taste, breathlessness, loss of hunger, sweating, tingling in hands and feet, memory problems, and more. The answer to these problems is vitamin B1 in the preferred fat-soluble form provided in Nerve Guardian. 
It is the new dietary supplement from Lifespan Nutrition. Nerve Guardian provides 10 times more vitamin B1 than the best diet. Buy one bottle of Nerve Guardian and get a second bottle free. That's a full eight-month supply for just $3.12 per month. Call Lifespan Nutrition today and ask for Nerve Guardian. Call 800-247-5731. That's 800-247-5731. Dr. Harris Probiotics has been a proud sponsor of the Healthy by Nature show for well over a decade. My guest today is internationally appreciated internist, cardiologist, and epidemiologist, Peter McCullough, MD. And one more general thing before we get to vaccines. Um, I saw a study, the studies are starting to come out. Whether or not anybody of authority will pay attention to them is another matter. But lower zinc levels in the blood are associated with an increased risk of death in patients with COVID-19. So there you go to your earlier point. Um, my general question is, they're coming out now saying, well, COVID's going to be with us forever, and then we have the people with the long-haul issues, two different things. But first, will this be around for years and years and years? You know, the, the mutational status of the virus is so rapid, you almost hear about one every month or so. Um, I have a feeling it's going to burn out. I think it will, won't become endemic like the flu. We're at about a year and a half. It's much longer than I originally thought. But I think everything we did worked to prolong it. So these lockdowns and other things just kind of prolong the agony, if you will. And uh, But I anticipate, I would predict that it's going to completely burn out, that we'll get to a point where there, there fundamentally is not measurable cases. Now, that tail may take a year or two, but it will burn out. Well, it makes sense because the vaccine or the uh, the virus, if it's too potent and it kills everybody off, it has nowhere to live. So uh, the mutations that make it transmissible but not dangerous um, are just the way it works in real life. So um, what about the people who had even mild cases and now have long-term effects including their, you know, from something fairly simple like tinnitus ringing in the ears to just crushing fatigue or foggy brain? Well, with the natural infection, these long COVID or long hauler syndromes are real. They appear to be related to long untreated periods of time at home. So these poor people who get no treatment at home, they end up in the hospital and those who end up in the ICU, about 50% of them have some form of long-haul syndrome. The two major mechanisms that are being considered are whether it's creating an autoimmune problem and the immune system now is attacking the nerves and the other organs in the body, or whether or not the virus itself is reverse transcribed, meaning does the virus make a copy of some of its DNA and put it into a library of human DNA, like the Epstein-Barr virus, like the herpes virus, does it does COVID-19 become part of us genetically? The, I think the answer is partially yes. We do know, for instance, there are minor chromosomal rearrangements that occur in T cells. That's the T-detect test that indicate the fingerprint of the virus on our DNA. Now, those chromosomal rearrangements are almost certainly rearrangements of our natural chromosomes in order to express 
cell surface receptors and defend against the virus. But what I'm talking about is that about 90 to 10% of human DNA is not human. It's actually viral DNA. That is, we keep a library of this throughout the history of mankind. So as, as parents give birth to children, we give human DNA, but a small amount of it is actually non-human viral DNA that's kept in a library and brought forward. And we tend to ignore our microbiome. Our gut bacteria also have like a hundred times the amount of DNA that we have, and they help run us, and we think nothing about killing them off. Well, an important observation is the microbiome is related to COVID-19 susceptibility, and this is very important for your listeners. Dr. Sabine Hazen in California has had done breakthrough research where she actually has analyzed GI specimens of COVID-19 patients, and those who have low levels of bifidobacter, a, a prominent bacteria in the GI tract, have much higher rates of developing COVID and severe COVID. Conversely, those with high levels of bifidobacter can actually be immune to COVID. They actually don't develop it. And she has case series of family members where she's made these observations. So you're right. The GI tract is a determinant of who gets COVID and how severe. In my book, The Probiotic Cure, since it came out before COVID, doesn't mention that specifically, but it does talk about how much of our immune function is generated in the gut and the various bacteria that make it work better. Um, before we dig into the vaccines, and there is new information that's important, I want to just remind listeners that you are not by principle an anti-vax person. You believe in vaccines as a general rule. You just don't have a high degree of of faith in or even might say you are very extremely wary of the vaccines that are out there now. You said you have some new information about that. Please tell us. Sure. So just to to clarify, I've completely up to date on my vaccine schedule. 98% of Americans take all their vaccines. I've had two vaccines this year. I had the flu shot and I had the shingles vaccine. So the vaccines that we have in the U.S. market, we have 70 of them. They're either inactive proteins, they're inactive viruses, or they're weakened viruses. But the current sets of vaccines, they can't make us sick. And they, the current sets of vaccines don't go inside our cells and actually change our genetic machinery inside cells. The disturbing thing about all three vac- vaccines in the U.S. market, Pfizer, Moderna, J&J, is that they're not one of those three lines of traditional vaccines. These are genetic vaccines. These are genetic manipulative vaccines. And if we were to focus just on Pfizer and Moderna, the messenger RNA, 90% of people have gotten the shot, have taken this. They have taken a shot of messenger RNA, which we now understand is not like human messenger RNA. Human messenger RNA is disposed of after one use. The messenger RNA is used to print the code of a protein and it's disposed. The Pfizer and Moderna it has a very strong cap on either end. And these caps basically make that messenger RNA long-lasting. And the estimates are now that this messenger RNA goes in the body everywhere, including the brain, the nerves, the heart, the organs. It goes everywhere, and it lasts in the body potentially for months, if not years. And this is very disturbing because it codes for the spike protein. And the spike protein we know is dangerous 
to inside cells, it causes damage and destruction inside cells, and then when it goes outside cells, it circulates. But hopefully after the second injection of the messenger RNA, the antibodies squash down the uh, spike protein. But it still doesn't stop the production of the spike protein inside cells. That's an abnormal function that uh, with a natural infection, that whole production is shut off in a matter of days. With these vaccines now, it's not shut off for months. And so we have no idea what types of diseases now are going to evolve from the abnormal prolonged production of spike protein. I've read that the spike protein itself is toxic. And so the idea of setting our body up to be a manufacturer of this toxin is a scary thought indeed. Well, it's an ill-conceived thought that we could inject on a massive scale messenger RNA into human beings, have production of the spike protein, which we're almost certain is a large production of spike protein. We know that because the antibody response is very large. So it's large, and the spike protein damage in the body with the vaccine looks like it's worse than the natural infection. We're seeing syndromes that are worse than the natural infection. And then not only that, but it can be prolonged. There are There is a reasonable certainty that on top of that spike protein production, that in fact DNA can be coded from that synthetic messenger RNA, and that gets put into the library I mentioned. Oh, my. I updated my CDC um, VAERS VAERS database on Thursday, and it was 5,479 deaths from the vaccine and uh, a ton of hospitalizations. You got even more recent data. Uh, Yeah, I'm disappointed to tell the listeners we're at 6,136 deaths after the vaccine. They occur on days 1, 2, 3, and 4 in the majority of cases, 21,000 hospitalizations, over 130,000 urgent care office visits, 300,000 total safety events. When we come back, we'll tease out why that happens. At half past the hour, you are tuned to Healthy by Nature with certified clinical nutritionist Marty Whittakin. Are you living with chronic pain from injury or the degeneration of aging? Knee, hip, shoulder, and back surgeries can be risky, expensive, even with insurance, and entail long, painful recoveries. Steroid shots give only temporary relief and can damage joints. Thankfully, our creator blessed us with stem cells. They are the amazing power that built our bodies and fixed problems fast when we were kids. Stem cells reduce inflammation, regenerate tissue anywhere in the body, and balance immune function. However, as we age, we lose most of these tiny miracle workers. Replenish them with Infinity Cell Therapy. The therapy is simple, safe, virtually painless, affordable, and you do not miss work to recover. Infinity Umbilical Cord Stem Cells are pure and extremely vibrant. Be younger and stronger for longer. Call 800-507-6509 today for a free ebook and to schedule your no-cost, no-obligation, no-pressure consultation or to find a stem cell seminar in your area. Call 800-507-6509 today. Trace minerals are nutrients that we need only in tiny amounts. However, they have a big impact on health because they are required for hundreds of important enzymes and processes in the body. Selenium is one of those amazing trace minerals. It is needed for thyroid hormone and is a part of glutathione, the master antioxidant. It also helps zinc become more usable, and it keeps toxic mercury from accumulating. Read more about selenium benefits in the library on hbnshow.com. Unfortunately, because of modern farming methods, there is less selenium in food, not 
all selenium supplements are equally effective. Gero Formulas studies the science and uses the forms of nutrients that do the most good. Host Marty Winnikin takes Gero Selenium Synergy. It contains a highly effective form, methoselenocysteine, plus three other nutrients that help selenium promote antioxidant protection against free radicals. Ask for Gero Selenium Synergy at your favorite natural food store. Visit Gero.com. That's J-A-R-R-O-W.com for high-quality, innovative health formulas. The Healthy by Nature show promotes natural solutions because they work so well and provide fringe benefits instead of side effects. In host Marty Whittakin's best-selling book, Natural Alternatives to Nexium, she documents the many serious dangers of heartburn drugs that work by blocking stomach acid. Stomach acid has many crucial jobs. For example, it helps us digest food, absorb minerals, produce vitamin B12, and protect us from disease-causing bacteria. So acid isn't the enemy. It can just get somewhere it doesn't belong and cause The natural digestive supplement, Garlogest, is a much better answer. It fixes digestion instead of stopping it and improves nutrient uptake. Listeners tell Marty that Garlogest also solves other problems like gas and burping. Link to Garlogest from the show website, healthybynatureshow.com, or visit garlogest.com and be pleasantly surprised by what a bargain it is. Call 866-405-4000 to order. 866-405-4000. Healthy by Nature is sponsored in part by HealthWorksMart.com. Oh, dear. I just got a call from one of our listeners in Dallas area saying we're not on the usual stations. So, um, Ed, please let them know downstairs. I hope we haven't been a victim of censorship. There will be a lot of angst coming from this area uh when we went to the and well i can say how else to listen but if you're in dallas and you're not hearing it you won't do any good um when we went to the break we were talking about the cdc's statistics about deaths from the vaccine and uh the authorities tend to say, oh, nothing to see here, uh, don't pay any attention because those numbers might not all be real because they're self-reported. The flip side of that is the st- statistics show that maybe as few as 1% up to 10% of the cases are reported, the rest of them go unreported. So those numbers are probably way on the low side, if anything. Um, we know that there are cases of immediate anaphylaxis allergy to some of the substances that are added to uh, chemicals that are in the shot. What is the other major cause of death in the first, like, three days, you say, when it's usually the most risky? So you're right. So these reports, we know that over 80% are reported by doctors or nurses or healthcare personnel who think the vaccine caused it. And uh, only uh, less than 20% are self-reported. And it's quite a big deal to report. It takes multiple entries on the Internet sheet or filling out a long PDF form, including the lot numbers of the vaccines, the hospital. Which a lot happened. of people wouldn't have. Well, sure. If someone dies at home, who's going to get the, the lot numbers for the vaccine? So we know from prior studies that uh, 
probably this represents only 10% of what's going on. So if we're at 6,136 deaths, uh, the CDC has just uh, hand-waved these away and said, well, they're not directly caused by the vaccine. But if the CDC, if the vaccine caused the allergic reaction and they died, they died of the allergic reaction. Or if the vaccine caused the heart attack or stroke and they died of the heart attack or stroke, we know the spike protein causes heart attack and stroke, then the vaccines in the causal pathway of death I think uh, probably the majority of these where they die on days one, two, and three, and four after the vaccine, uh, it's so temporally related to the vaccine that probably the vast majority, you can think about it this way, if they didn't take the vaccine, they'd be alive today. And I think your listeners who know somebody who's died of a vaccine in their circle of empathy should understand that if they didn't take the vaccine, they'd be alive today. You had a story you told me last week about a patient of yours whose parents got the vaccine. Did you tell us that? Well, I'm aware of someone who has had both of her parents die at the same time, you know, about a day after taking the vaccine. They were found dead at home. There are cases where patients take the vaccine, and they probably have uncontrolled production of the spike protein, and it's lethal. And and if nothing else, the immune system goes nuts and... Doesn't, isn't very particular sometimes about what it attacks. Well, the immune system can go, go nuts immediately with what's called destabilization of mast cells and basophils, and that's that immediate anaphylactic reaction. And that's been reported by the vaccine centers in 1,624 cases, and then in 17,408 other cases after they leave the vaccine center. Americans should know that these numbers are astronomical, and I gave an open presentation to the Heritage Foundation this week in Washington to key think tank leaders, and I told them that the vaccine, looking backwards, Johnson Johnson, Pfizer, Moderna, and at the time it was Pfizer, Moderna, we understood by the data that they were unsafe as early as January 22nd. That's when the divergence went came away from our safe vaccines. We have vaccines that all the kids take, like the meningococcal vaccine before college, zero deaths. That's what we should expect, zero death. We should not be giving vaccine injections and having people die. Well, I was going to ask specific questions for specific cases, and I guess I'll do that, but it sounds like there's an overarching umbrella of these aren't safe, so why should anybody take them? But uh, these are the kind of questions that I get. Um, what if you've already had the flu shot? Does I've seen a study that says that if you've been in vac- vaccinated against the flu, you have a higher death rate from COVID. No, there was a Cleveland Clinic originally had that paper out. And there's, I think, been mixed data on that. I think it's unrelated to the flu shot. Unrelated. Okay. Um, if a person's had the first of the two shots, should they or should they not get the second one? We know that the... Um, the, on the second shot, it's about 80 times more inflammatory than the first shot. But because the vaccine is so new and it's tied to all these other social privileges at this point in time, I've basically said, listen, if you've had the first shot and you've done okay with it, hopefully that person is not going to have what's called a reactogenic death or some horrible thing. To just go ahead and take the second shot and try to get through it. It is very risky to take a brand new experimental investigational injection of genetic material. I can't under I can't underemphasize this. When people are going to these vaccine centers, they're taking the biggest risk of their lives. Well, um, 
Jose in San Antonio wants to know what about the Novavax vaccine? Is it safer? The Novavax vaccine, which is just the antigen uh, injection, it's going to be a low dose, five micrograms of the spike protein in a matrix, looks far safer than Moderna, Pfizer, J&J. It'll be like a tetanus shot. Now, we'll respond to the spike protein. It's never good to have spike protein in the body. We'll respond to it, hopefully, but it, it should not get in our cells. It's not going to get into our DNA. It's not going to hopefully go to the brain and go to the organs and cause the horrific things we're seeing with Pfizer, Moderna, J&J. And it won't become a permanent part of our library of reactions. Right. So it cannot get into our permanent DNA, which is also reassuring. In July, we're supposed to have a report on the BCG vaccine, which is a totally different approach and has been used actually safely for a long time. And people have have asked the question, why isn't Haiti wiped out in the Dominican Republic and all of Central America? And how come Africa isn't wiped out? And it turns out all the regions that take the BCG vaccine, they have a degree of protection. Uh, There was a company, Imodulon, which has a modification of the BCG vaccine. They proposed it to the FDA and NIH to have it part of our vaccine armamentarium. It basically just is a cellular-based vaccine. It just makes our cells better able to defend uh, viruses, and the FDA and NIH slow-walked it and ultimately killed the program. And as we've seen too often in the past, you often get answers to these question why if you follow the money there must be some we're going to get to who are the stakeholders and why are we having some of these anomalies when we come back with my guest peter mccullough md who is an expert on what's going on with covid19 and these vaccines please stay with us i've got a text from a listener that apparently It is on in Dallas, so that's great news. Thank you. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is Healthy by Nature. My name is Marty Whittakin. If you are bothered by heartburn, acid reflux, or indigestion, this heads up may be a lifesaver. Millions think an acid-blocking drug has fixed their problem. Unfortunately, those medicines shut down digestion and, if taken for more than a few weeks, can lead to dementia, hip fracture, heart attack, kidney disease, and so on. Please learn how to fix the root cause of the problem so that you can avoid those dangerous pills. I'm Marty Whittakin, Certified Clinical Nutritionist. In my book, Natural Alternatives to Nexium and Other Acid Blockers, I explain that there are safe solutions to stomach pain that work with your body to improve digestion and heal damaged tissues. I made the book easy to read, but it is so well-documented in science that you can share it with your doctor. Natural Alternatives to Nexium and Other Acid Blockers is available in some libraries and bookstores. Look for a direct link to Amazon on the shop page of hbnshow.com. There's an important difference between a low price and a good value. For example, a cheap vitamin supplement becomes expensive if it doesn't work. Nutrition expert Bill Sardi wanted to have a multivitamin that reflected the latest science. 
That meant better absorbed forms of essential vitamins and crucial minerals like zinc and selenium in the doses that studies showed were beneficial. He could not find that in stores, so had to design one. Molecular Multi. It is so complete that most people can save money by cutting several bottles out of their supplement program. Better yet, receive two bottles free when you buy three. That makes Molecular Multi only about a dollar a day. If your budget needs even more help, host Marty Whittakin says that half a dose of Molecular Multi provides more health benefits than a full dose of virtually any other product. Visit the sponsor page of hbnshow.com or lifespannutrition.com or call 800-247-5731. 800-247-5731. Wouldn't you like to increase your energy level and kickstart your natural healing power? Imagine reduced pain, less bloating, and enjoying a restful night's sleep. Maybe you need to improve your mood or get rid of headaches. Or perhaps you have loved ones who struggle with indigestion, Alzheimer's, concussion, or other discomforts. At HM3 Light, we offer the amazing Body Light Pad. Over 300 studies show how a special type of light helps with all those issues and more. This special light therapy helps by improving blood circulation and reducing inflammation. Those actions, along with detoxing the brain, can help post-stroke patients. To request studies that pertain to your particular interest or to learn about our lease-to-own program, call 800-580-1102. At HM3 Light, we are here to help you enhance, strengthen, and improve your whole body health with our flexible body light pad. Call 800-580-1102. 800-580-1102. Subscribe to Marty's free newsletter at the Healthy by Nature Show website, hbnshow.com, hbnshow.com. We're back with my guest, Peter McCullough. A cardiologist and internist, and we got a question from Jack in Fort Worth. Wants to know if you see patients, which you do. You have a practice, and um, I think there's probably access to you in the bio. If not, I'll make sure that I put it on the um, the Heart Place. Is that the place to send people? Yeah. So I'm in practice at Heart Place in Dallas. So I'm a cardiologist, and so that is a cardiology practice. And patients oftentimes do need referral. And I do ask them to have the primary problem be cardiovascular risk or a cardiac problem. Um, But like myself, I've had COVID, and I welcome patients who have had COVID in the past or have COVID questions. If I can help them with that as an internist, uh, which I maintain my boards in internal medicine and cardiology, I'll do the best I can. And I did put a link to the telemedicine, myfreedoctor.com, in the archive information. Yeah, so myfreedoctor.com is a charity service. They don't charge your insurance. They don't charge you a bill, and they can help patients get acute treatment for COVID or prophylaxis, and they just ask like any charity if you consider a donation to donate to them. Honestly, they have saved the lives of thousands and thousands of individuals. Myfreedoctor.com runs 24 by 7, and really it's a it's the work of saints. Oh, I have a listener who is blind and interested and can't deal with the website and you can't get the phone number unless you sign up. So um, maybe afterwards you could give me the phone number if you have it and then I'll pass that along to him. Um, Some uh, questions about kids. Uh, 
What about vaccinating pregnant women and kids? Well, the FDA, Pfizer, Moderna, J&J, they knew it was harmful to vaccinate pregnant women because the vaccines were never tested to see if they cause birth defects or if they cause abortions. We knew from the Moderna application that uh, that it uh, reduced fertility. We knew from the Japanese translation of the biodistribution study, we knew that the, the liposome particles of Pfizer, Moderna go to the ovaries. That's not good. And so pregnant women and women of childbearing potential under no circumstances from a medical perspective should receive the vaccine. But because doctors don't control who gets vaccinated, uh, pregnant women and, and women young women can actually go into the vaccine center and there's nothing stopping them from getting the vaccine. And I think uh, really abhorrently, they're actually encouraged to get the vaccine by the CDC, FDA, and, and the American College of Obstetrics and Gynecology. And I think when all the dust is settled, we're going to look back and say, wait a minute, why were pregnant women and women of childbearing potential getting injections of brand new genetic material that produces a dangerous spike protein? And how in the world can we possibly allow that assault on the uh, fetus, uh, the baby in utero, when we had no idea if it's going to damage the baby, cause birth defects, or even worse, after they're born? Well... It's tempting to think that the ignoring treatment was <clears throat> calling the herd and getting rid of old people who are expensive to the government. This makes you wonder if it's also, let's just do population control. Um, we could go crazy talking about what's behind all this, and that's not your expertise per se, and I don't want to get anybody in trouble, but... Um, while we're on children, can they give COVID to their grandparents? It's important for everyone to understand that asymptomatic spread essentially doesn't occur. So if the child is well and the child does not have a fever, the sniffles, or the cough, it's impossible for the child to give the infection to a grandparent. So if, if the one thing that families should do is they should check to see if anybody is sick. If a child has a cold, you know, in this era of COVID, don't go visit grandparents because they, they potentially have COVID. But if the kids have COVID, it's a blessing in disguise because they, they develop natural immunity. After they have natural immunity, they can't give it or receive it afterwards. And COVID never causes a serious problem in kids. And if it does, it's very easily treatable. So asymptomatic people can't spread. They don't have enough virus sloughing off the, to pass it around and cause the disease. What about those that have recently been vaccinated? There's some suspicion that they can infect people. Well, with the current generation of vaccines, we know they cause the body to produce the spike protein, and we now know the spike protein circulates in the bloodstream. The Chinese have showed us that it gets into sweat, it gets into secretions, it gets into saliva, it gets into breast milk. So, in fact, there is shedding, if you will, of the spike protein. It's not shedding of the vaccine, but it's shedding of the spike protein. So it's certainly possible that the spike protein could be transmitted to someone else and they could feel some ill effects of it. And people have reported headaches, changes in menstruation. There's just too many reports to think that shedding doesn't occur. I think there is some shedding of spike protein. The only dangerous thing that I've seen in the safety reports is a woman almost certainly transmitting the spike protein through breast milk and then killing the baby. Women who are breastfeeding under no circumstances should receive the vaccines. Well, uh, masks for kids? Doesn't work, and all it's going to do is cause harm. 
in the state of Washington, even three-year-olds have to wear them, which seems kind of insane. Studies show that they collect uh, germs and bugs, some of them pathogenic. They're just going to lead to worse outcomes. Well, when we come back, uh, I've got a few more general questions. And um, Patty in Livingston, Texas, has a 43-year-old daughter that is losing her exemption from the vaccine. Is there anything she can do to prepare her body for it? We'll throw that one out there when we come back from this break. I'm here with Peter McCullough, medical doctor and activist for some sanity in dealing with COVID-19. We'll be right back. We all know that probiotics are good for digestive health, but your skin, too? I'm Kat James, author of The Truth About Beauty. Common skincare products, especially harsh soaps, can disrupt the balance of the good bacteria on your skin. But there's a progressive new approach to skincare that allows you to create a healthier environment on your skin. Probiotic skincare. Dr. Ohira applied ancient Japanese fermentation skills to merge his famous pre, pro, and postbiotic nutrients into a revolutionary 100% natural skincare line. The Kampuku Beauty Bar, honored with the Best of Beauty Award by Better Nutrition, beautifully clarifies and rebalances even sensitive skin without drying. The Magaroku Lotion and the Hadayubi Moisturizer combine Dr. O'Hara's award-winning probiotic complex with 14 wild plant extracts plus one of the most skin-compatible emollients known to help restore your natural glow. As a health and beauty expert, I recommend the daily use of Dr. O'Hara's skincare products, available at Sprouts and other fine health stores. Wouldn't you like to eliminate bacteria, odors, dust, pollen, pet dander, and other allergens from the air in your home and office? Negative ions are the reason that air is so fresh and invigorating around waterfalls and the seashore. Innovative Ion Box uses those same negative ions to purify any room in your home, especially the bedroom. Ion Box devices are quite affordable and conveniently small so that you can take one with you to work, in the car, and even on vacation. Studies show that because of its advanced microchip technology, no other ion purifier, even much larger units, come close to the effectiveness of Ion Box. Plus, it's ozone-free, and there are no filters to change at removing bacteria, odors, dust, pollen, pet dander, or other allergens. Improve your sleep, mental focus, mood, energy, and performance. Stay healthier with Ion Box. Visit the shop page of hbnshow.com. Again, that's the shop page of hbnshow.com. People who regularly drink coffee or tea, consume sugary foods, and in particular drink wine, beer, or spirits, and people who take antacid or diuretic water pills deplete their body of vitamin B1, also known as thiamine. Symptoms of vitamin B1 deficiency can include headaches, chronic cough, racing heart, constipation or diarrhea, non-infectious fever, crippling weakness and pain, difficulty walking or talking, loss of smell and taste, breathlessness, loss of hunger, sweating, tingling in hands and feet, memory problems, and more. The answer to these problems is vitamin B1 in the preferred fat-soluble form provided in Nerve Guardian. It is the new dietary supplement from Lifespan Nutrition. Nerve Guardian provides 10 times more vitamin B1 than the best diet. Buy one bottle of Nerve Guardian and get a second bottle free. That's a full eight-month supply for just $3.12 per month. Call Lifespan Nutrition today and ask for Nerve Guardian. Call 800-247-5731. That's 800-247-5731. Thank you. 
Sign up for podcasts or listen to past programs on our website, hbnshow.com, hbnshow.com. Well, we've done it again. We have three minutes left and 30 minutes worth of questions, but do the best we can here. Uh, One specific that I intended to ask was if someone has already had COVID, does it make sense for them to get the vaccine? It makes no sense to get the vaccine. Absolutely, they should not receive the vaccine. They cannot get COVID a second time. There's been plenty of studies that show that. Recently, the Cleveland Clinic had healthcare workers who are naturally immune. They had plenty of exposure to COVID in the hospital. Not a single one got COVID. So if you've recovered from COVID, do not take the vaccine. You don't have to take any risks whatsoever. You can't get COVID again. And we can only hope that those that are forcing the vaccine will recognize that. And I don't think that's the case everywhere. So we're going to have to be vigilant. There is an official demand letter into the CDC demanding recognition of natural immunity. In Texas, Governor Abbott early in April recognized natural immunity by executive order. Excellent. I do have some resources in the library on hbnshow.com. Uh, in the COVID section uh, about what can you do, um, evidence that you can take in and so on. So check that out. Um, What is your greatest fear if we have another virus come to town in the years to come? And along those lines, how would you deal with it differently? Well, I've been on several programs, including Sebastian Gorka, specifically on how could we do better. I would say, number one, we have to work in teams. Whoever's assigned to the uh, leadership, we have to work in teams. We cannot have a single doctor directing the response here. Doctors never work as solo dictators. They work in teams because it takes multiple minds to give uh, a set of ideas. We should always have international collaboration. Americans should have seen how the rest of the world was handling COVID-19. Every week, we should be having international collaboration going on. We absolutely positively, no matter what happens, we should focus on sick patients. They should be the priority. We should treat them first. We should not be focusing on everybody who's well. We should be focusing on the sick people, taking care of them, reducing hospitalizations and death. Uh, And... uh have a practicing physician in there somewhere, somebody actually on the ground that sees what happens. I think we've had a lot of theories driving the bus. I think any media doctor or any government official who's a doctor ought to have their credentials carefully examined, including relevant board certification, clinical practice. The best advisors are those who see patients. And today, in 30 seconds, what can we do to protect the elderly? The elderly, fortunately, are protected mainly because of the natural immunity that swept through the nursing homes. But to this day, our elderly should seek early treatment. The day they get sick, get a rapid test and then seek early treatment because COVID-19 can strike. It's far more mild than it when it was when it first started, and we can manage it with medicines. Thank you so much, Dr. McCullough. It's been a great pleasure. Thank you. Healthy by Nature is sponsored in part by Lily of the Desert Allosuticals. Are you living with chronic pain from injury or the degeneration of aging? Knee, hip, shoulder, and back surgeries can be risky, expensive, even with insurance, and entail long, painful recoveries. Steroid shots give only temporary relief and can damage joints. 
Thankfully, our creator blessed us with stem cells. They are the amazing power that built our bodies and fixed problems fast when we were kids. Stem cells reduce inflammation, regenerate tissue anywhere in the body, and balance immune function. However, as we age, we lose most of these tiny miracle workers. Replenish them with Infinity Cell Therapy. The therapy is simple, safe, virtually painless, affordable, and you do not miss work to recover. Infinity Umbilical Cord Stem Cells are pure and extremely vibrant. Be younger and stronger for longer. Call 800-507-6509 today for a free ebook and to schedule your no-cost, no-obligation, no-pressure consultation or to find a stem cell seminar in your area. Call 800-507-6509 today. 